Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You like that city limits? Second time I've ever heard the song. Yeah, it grows on me every time I hear it. Little John Hyatt. <clears throat> he might have been on City Limits for all I know. Austin City Limits. Cry Love. What a song. What an artist. I saw him. I don't remember what the name of the place was. The Rosebud. Graffiti. One of those places. Just tremendous. Anyway. I was in the middle of an opening soliloquy today when the Keller news broke. We spent the whole show on that for good reason. Five years, $77 million. Just an incredible deal for the Pirates, the more I think about it. And it is a straight five-year, $77 million deal. There's no options included. Oh, yeah, be- you saw that? It begins this year. Jason Mackey just reported a couple okay. minutes ago. Well, you, you kind of understand it from both sides, you know? For Keller... There's always that risk, especially power pitchers of that arm injury. And he still would have had to wait through this season and all of next season, and that's a lifetime in pro sports. That's a lot of pitches before he could have struck it rich on the open market where he surely would have gotten more and maybe way more than $15.5 million per year. So now he's got $77 million guaranteed. Him and the next few generations are set in the Keller family. He gets that. The Pirates get a guy who may still be ascending, who already is a 200-strikeout guy, um, and he's not even in the top 30 in salaries. Not even in the top 30. By the time that this contract expires, he won't be in the top 50 or 75. No. The way the contracts continue to move and expand. Will there ever be a point where contracts at some point drop off? Like, what has to happen so that Patrick Mahomes in five years I mean, doesn't make $90 you know, million dollars a year? It's the law of the universe, city limits. Expect, if something expands, it will eventually contract. Right. But that doesn't seem to be happening in pro sports. No, not at all. But I still think the universe wins in the end, one way or another, especially in a sport like baseball. One way or another, uh, there's going to be contraction. But we'll see. In the meantime... Penguins, Kyle Dubas spoke yesterday, told us all that any discussion of Mike Sullivan or the coaches is low-hanging fruit. So I guess we can't criticize them. They're not the problem, even though it's unbelievably indicting 
to him and them that they have had their star players available for every single game this season. And last season, Gino and Sid played all 82. So the core four, the guys that Duba said he ain't touching, Sid, Gino, Latang, and Carlson, which I don't know why he's untouchable, but those four have played every game and they've gotten really good goaltending. So that's pretty indicting of the coach and his staff, I would say. Injury's not an excuse. Sorry. I mean, Noah Lachari is a nice little player, but I ain't using that one. And I think Sully is running out of answers. I think he is. I think he's bewildered. I think this is like Mike Tomlin with his offense. It, it's funny because it's offense for both of them. Is Matt Canada running the Penguins' power play? It's it, neither team could score to the to the point. We're not talking a two week slump. We're not talking a two month slump. The Penguins couldn't score last year. They didn't finish in the top ten. Their power play stunk last year. This year, it's reached hideous, embarrassing proportions, just like the Steelers' offense did where nobody can ignore it anymore, whereas the head coach, you have to be mortified by what you're seeing and unable to fix. And it leads to quotes like this. This was yesterday. This was Sully answering a question from a Montreal reporter, and then I'm going to compare it to an equally ludicrous Tomlin quote from this season. Let's start with Sully. Your team has been involved in 23 uh, one-goal games this season. You've only managed to win seven of them. In a general way, how do you explain that your team has been so often on the wrong side of those one-goal games? I think it's easy when guys like yourself come in and point to one statistic and then try to draw conclusions from it. And what that lacks is context. Yeah, so for example, you could look at it in a way that the fact that we're in so many one-goal games how many multiple goal games did we create? Did we turn into one goal games because we pushed back and got back in the hockey game and gave ourselves a chance to win? Do you have more of that? That's he what it, he that, wasn't done yet. That was it. No, that was the full answer. No, it wasn't. He talked about how it was a flawed question, and he went on with that for a while. That's okay, City Limits. It is, but there's more to it. Um, but that was the key part. That was the key part. Um, your question lacks context. And what exactly is the context coming from Sully there? Like, like, hey, buddy, you're not mentioning the fact that we were getting blown out a bunch and got desperate late and made those close games. It was a flawed answer. And it was an answer out of context, not the question. And it's Sully's job if he thinks it's out of context to put it into context. And he failed to do that. You know what else he failed to mention? They've lost four games that they led going into the third period. So if you're going to mention the games that you lost, in that you should have lost by more, but made a comeback late, how about you also mention the games that you, that you blew leads in? You were ahead in games and blew leads. The Penguins are 3-8 and eight in regulation. I'll even eliminate overtime games for their sake. Okay, I'll even eliminate what what some might term the crapshoot of overtime. And let's just go regulation in one score game. The, The guy's question was basically, coach, why can't you guys win close games? And that's a very legitimate question because this team stinks 
in close games. Let's just look at the division. In regulation, in one-goal games, the Penguins are 3-8. and eight. The Islanders are 8-3. Eight and three. The Capitals are 8-3. and three. The Devils are 7-4. and four. The Rangers are 7-4. and four. And even the Flyers are 4-5. and five. And the pitiful Blue Jackets are 3-5. and five. They're all better than the Penguins in one-goal games. Or Sully could have simply said, have you seen our, our power play? That's why we're 3-8 and eight in one-goal games. We can't put games away. We don't, we don't utilize our biggest advantage, which should be stars on our power play. It's our power play. Good question. It's killing our season that we're 3-8 and eight in one-goal games and can't win in overtime either. Very pertinent question. Thank you for asking. That's destroying our season. And it's the power play. Instead of that answer. That answer. Well, you say you say we can't win one goal games. I'll come right back at you and say a lot of those, we should have been killed in those games and we weren't. How's that for an answer? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. City limits. It's one of the worst answers I've ever heard Sully give. He's usually very thoughtful and, and sensible. He's just continuing to give excuses. And I don't know if it's that he doesn't have the answers to this at this point or if he has a bigger issue with the current problem at hand with how the Stars are playing and the fact that this roster is just structured in a way that maybe he just can't coach it. And he's getting hot about it, which yes. when, when he does that, you know somebody is is on to something. He's hot about it. Uh, usually he's very measured, and maybe this is maybe this is sort of reflexive because you know he's keeping things inside after games. In fact, he said he was happy the other night with their effort and all of that, some good things in this game. Yeah, that they what? battled back when they were down for the majority yeah, of the game. Yeah, right. That was, a, that, was the, that was the poster boy game. Hey, look at this. We battled back late. Yeah, we still lost, but we battled back late. Probably should have been blown out. What are you talking about? We don't get blown out. What is this? Neil Brown saying, hey, we might not be very good, but I'll bet you we won't finish last. We've gotten to the point where Mike Sullivan is basically saying, well, 
we showed some fight, and I'm glad we saw that. Yeah, and that is the bar. That's the bar. That, that is, should not even be close to the bar. One of the worst answers I've ever heard him give. So it reminded me of the other beleaguered Mike in town, Mike Tomlin, who after a game against Jacksonville in which his defense forced three turnovers, including an end zone interception, which takes at least three, but possibly seven points off the board, which counts as many as any you might score the other way last I checked. This is what he had to say, and I'm sure you remember this one, after a three, after his defense forced three turnovers in a loss to the Jags. We were able to get some turnovers, but they weren't the type of turnovers that, that tee up the offense in terms of being on the short field, although I do appreciate them. Uh, they kept the score down. Uh, they weren't the type of ones that teed up the offense, and so um, obviously we, did, we got a desire to, to dominate the turnover component of play. Uh, we got some, but not, not the type um, that's really advantageous. Come on, defense. You're supposed to play offense, too. My offense is so hideous and historically embarrassing. Thank in you, fact, defense. In fact, you should be scoring touchdowns like you did in that Cleveland game. We need more touchdowns from our defense. I had never heard Tomlin, uh, like Sully, is extremely, you know, thoughtful and sensible. What the hell was he talking about? His defense gave him three turnovers, including an end zone interception in that game, but they weren't the type of turnovers that tee up your offense. So we have one coach saying that, the other one saying, yeah, we lose all of our one-goal games, but did you see how we fought back from almost getting killed? We had close losses instead of blowout losses. Come on, ask a better question. These guys are losing it, City Limits. They're losing it. Thank you, defense, but could, could you could you please try to get that turnover a little bit closer to the end zone that yeah, we're trying to score on, please? Pre- preferably inside the other team's 20. Yeah, I'd really like that. What are we doing here? And both of these situations are born of having no answers for embarrassing offenses. Just embarrassing. The Penguins have become a top six team in goals against. And they can't win. All their best players are healthy and they're getting really good goaltending and they can't win. They can't win. And I think Sully has just reached the end of his rope here. I really do. And I think that unless they go on some dramatic winning streak here, they should win tonight. Come on, the Canadians are in town. They played last night. They have one of the worst penalty kills. Not that the Penguins could take advantage of that, but they could. If ever they were going to, it would be tonight. Man, these two weeks before the deadline, they go out to Western Canada. They have to go at Vancouver and at Edmonton. And like I said earlier, if you're Dubas and you're giving him these two weeks, if, if he really hasn't made up his mind, I'm not sure I believe that, but if he really hasn't made up his mind and these two weeks will determine it, that two-week time frame gets shortened to one night if they lose to the Canadians tonight. That's it. Done. Start moving, people. And as I attempted to point out today in my Post-Gazette column, I, I, I think you need to sort of turn the the looking glass here on the Penguins. You could look at this like Dubas is in a very good position, a very strong position. 
He has things that everybody else wants. He has assets, and they're not just assets. They're, they're the kind everybody wants. If you're, if you're a contender, proven, talented, quality NHL players, some of whom would bring you cup-winning experience. Lots of teams could go for that, and he has lots of players that fit one or both of those categories. The, the, the sad thing is it hasn't worked here. It hasn't worked. But that doesn't mean that Kyle Dubas isn't sitting there in a position where he could make a lot of moves here. You don't think the Edmonton Oilers would like to have themselves a Brian Rust? You don't think a bunch of teams would like to have Jake Gensel? Maybe give up a first-round pick, maybe something else even in return for Jake Gensel, and then the Penguins could try to re-sign him maybe in the offseason? A Jake Gensel rental? How about Riley Smith? How about Marcus Pedersen, who's going to need a new deal? His, his contract expires after next season when he turns 29. Don't get me wrong, I like him. But he is going to turn 29, and he's going to need a new deal that will take him into his 30s. Somebody see something maybe still in Ricard Raquel? How about Lars Eller for a contender? He's having a pretty good season for Lars. I mean, he, he is what he is. He's a third-line guy and a good leader, tenacious defender, all of that. Now, Sully lately is treating him like he's, like he's you know, Pavel Bure or something. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. He's on your first power play. He starts overtime. What are we doing with Lars Eller? But he's very, very, I think, marketable. Nadelkovich is marketable, and Jari is too. You can't lose there. They have a kid, Joel Blomquist, in the AHL, who's going to be 23 and who's having a great season. That should allow you to move a goalie. So the idea that, do, you know, what's Dubas going to do? He, he, he doesn't have assets. He's got tons of them. And this is all without touching your core four. And he, he intimated strongly that he wouldn't. Of course, obviously, Sid. But then you have Gino, Latang, and Carlson. I, I, why, wouldn't, why is Carlson untouchable? This hasn't worked. And he would bring back something good, even if it's only tons of cap space. But why would he be untouchable in your core four? That part I don't get. The other three guys seem to be united for life, and, and that seems to be understood, although there may have to be a conversation with Malkin. The other complicating factor is, is partial no-movement clauses. Carlson has a full no-movement clause. Well, you know, they're like any contract. They were drawn up to be broken, right? So maybe somebody under normal circumstances doesn't want to go out to Edmonton. But maybe for a stretch run and to go chase a cup with Connor McDavid, they waive that partial no trade, whatever teams they have on that. Maybe Edmonton's one of them. Those were made to be waived and broken, especially once you find out your team doesn't want you anymore anyway. There's all kinds of possibilities here. And what it would amount to is a soft rebuild. Keep the core four if that's what you're going to do. But you just heard me mention all kinds of people. And Jari, I think, is, is very interesting. 
You have Bloomquist ready to bloom. You like that horse? And you have Nedeljkovic, who's a who's an unrestricted free agent, so you might want to sign him or trade him and keep Jari. I think uh, Nedeljkovic could, could bring back something good, too, right now. You're looking to gather assets in the form of really good draft picks, younger players, uh, prospects who are just about ready, nearly ripened. You want to start collecting those people and retool and reload. Even if the Penguins kept this team together, who's to say they wouldn't be worse next season, right? Dubas admitted we got to get younger. Well, now's the time. He's in a good position. Pierre Lebrun just reported yesterday that everybody's available except that core four. Good. That's what I like to hear. Back to Jari. Maybe Dubas was playing chess from the beginning here. Sign Jari to a reasonable long-term deal. He's a good regular season goalie in a goalie-starved league. And then parlay him into something else. You're looking at a guy in Jari who's only 28 years old. He doesn't turn 29 till the end of April. By which time the Penguins will be riding golf carts instead of buses. Am I right, City Limits? It sure looks that way anyway. Yeah, it sure does. He's 131 and 77, Jari, is in his NHL career. He leads the league in shutouts this year. He's a career 914 save percentage. He's signed to a very reasonable long-term deal, and he's still fairly young. What's there not to like for another team about that? I think we tend to focus on his playoff performances. I think other teams would focus on this is a good goalie with a nice contract who's still young. If he's healthy in the playoffs, I bet he'll perform. That's my whole point here is we've reached a crossroads where the 30-something, you know, adding on old guys to go with the old guys plan, it ain't working. It's not working. Hextall tried it. Dubas has tried it. It's time to try something different, unless something very dramatic happens in the next two weeks, and maybe even if it does. Do something different here. The opportunity exists because you have what every contending team wants, good players. They do have good players for sale. That's just a fact. I don't know why it's not working here. I'm not going to mention the coaching because Duba said that's low-hanging fruit. Nothing to do with the coaching, but it's not working here. So start shipping them out. Get younger. And in the long run, get better. I think it's time. Donnie Football. Coming up next, and this should be very interesting, myself and Donnie Football, who would have thunk it when I was teaching at Waynesburg and he was a just a youngster heading into Waynesburg. Never got to teach him in a class until today. He's basically a, a student in here, isn't he? Never got to teach me in a class either. I know, that was sad too, but you, uh, you're five years younger than Donnie Football, right? Right. You left right before I got there. Very sad. City limits. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.